anyone's wondering what that noise is, fucking Matt playing darts over here. If anyone's just wondering. Do people swear in their... I feel like a lot of people swear in their podcast, do they? No or, or are gonna... we, we going to be the only ones that like swear a lot in our podcast? Probably. We'll get fucked then. Alright guys, welcome to the very first edition of Footy Heads. I am Chris Stride and this is my co-host, Matthew Patterson, aka Matt Pat, as he's down in my phone. And we are coming to you live from our, awesome, well not live, but our little Chateau, Chateau Le Patterson in Connells Point. Um, how's your week been, mate? Not too bad. Yeah? Could be better. Anything you want to share? Oh, my team sucks ass. <laughs> Alrighty, let's get straight into it and I want to review last week so i'm not gonna I'm obviously not gonna start well I, actually no i have to start with my team because we were the very first game <laughs> you um, shocking. i don't even know where to start it was um nico hines just absolutely disappeared but when you think about it we did play no excuse but we did play what i think it was like three games in three games in 12 12 days or something like that and um they just you could tell they were just bloody bloody fatigued they were just like oh, just it was unwatchable absolutely unwatchable the Broncos they were good they were really good well Sharks got no more on the penalty count mm-hmm. Nico Hines was absent your whole back five were absent I think the only ones that actually tried were our back five they were the only ones kind of they were trying their no. best to run it out of our own heart but they just Ronaldo, well, as as he does every week, put in a spirited effort. But I'd say your top four players from that game would have been Brayley, Hunt, McInnes played well. I feel bad about because McInnes can't play eighty minutes yet. He just can't. He's not Graham. There. He's not there yet. Graham shouldn't have played. I no. don't believe Graham should have played. No, he got thrown in way too early. But um, that. That so-called build-up between Talakai and Talakai and Stays. We know, we know who won that. Apparently, apparently Talakai went in with a bug, but I'm not going to make excuses for him because Stags was just all over him like a rash. A rash doesn't it come was, close to it how was, well he played. It was horrible to watch. Stags played well. If tell if they were both in jail together, my god. Oh. Um, next game we had Titans and Penrith. That was close for me. That was good. I reckon yeah. Titans put in a body... They put in a spirited effort. In my opinion, the better team lost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. But it was like... What was it? It was only like 12-4 up until... Like, for a while there. <sighs> it was earlier than that. Yeah. 
But um, nah, for me, from from going to have from having the worst game in what NL history against the Tigers a few weeks ago to putting on a sh- putting on a spirited effort against Penrith is pretty pretty damn good in my books. Watching Penrith play the last four weeks against not a lot of quality side, mm. they've not handled all of the sides. They've versed very well. No. It's only a matter of time. They're, it's only a matter of time before they lose. Like they beat us thirty six six, but in saying that, that game was that's very that's what, defensive. That's what the frustrating part was to watch about that game because the Raiders played so goddamn well and they like started off so well, but then they just they just get shut out. And then the Broncos played well for the first forty minutes. Hmm. All right, and then we got the Rabbitohs against Manly, like. Far out. What what do you say about that? Like for Manly to be down down a man and still still put twenty two points on you, how how can your coach actually be happy with a win like that? Lawton shouldn't have been sent. He should have only been binned. Yeah, it was it's a hard one to say. It's a hard one. It was because he left his feet. Yeah. It was all because that, he left yeah. his feet. He lost control, he left his feet, that was it. That was saying it looked it looked really bad. But obviously, like Gus said, well, it's all momentum. He just—it was all in a blink of an eye. Like, obviously, obviously, yeah, it's bad. But like, it, obviously, the intent was definitely not there for him to do it. But shit happens. Daily Cherry Evans played well. Foreign was a defensive beast. But um, oh my gosh. But if they if they can put up an F, like you even saw it. I think it was in the post the post-match where I think it was Jake Trevojevic was just absolutely going off his brain in the sheds after the game but it just shows you like it just for me it just shows you the passion of it like just uh, yeah just, just the passion like he was getting so fired up but the fact that they ended that they still scored 22 points against the Rabbitohs side like they stayed pretty close for the whole game like they were in front at one stage I'm pretty sure when they were a man down and yet they st- yeah, they were. It was just fatigue caught up with them, and that man down just caught up with them. But I can't wait to see what they do with a full squad and Tommy Turbo back next week, but we'll get into that in a bit. Well, to add to the South, considering most of the runs were by Campbell Graham, Josh Mansour, Lachlan Elias, Burgess, I'd say that was over the top. To see Elias running the ball as a seven is good to watch, mm. especially for such a young kid. Mm. <laughs> Alright, and then we have... Do we want to talk about this game or not? Oh, it was full of errors. Do you want to? Matt Lodge took a dive. I'm sorry, but that was one of the sloppiest games I've ever seen. I think in the last... With about five minutes left, I read about 20... I counted about 25. It was 28. 20, uh, 28, there you go. 28, 28 errors in the whole game. And it... Oh my God. How the Raiders don't... Like, Warriors... Warriors just remind me of an old school Cronulla. They were just shooting themselves in the foot every time they were coming out of their own end. But Canberra just still, still could not put them away. And then Rapana was an idiot. That was, but that was, he was the only reason they scored a few of their tries. What was it? The, also, the, the only reason why Warriors scored yeah, their the, tries. The pass, the pass across field, which to was Valenay. a shocker. That and then when he, when he tried to dive on the board, he dropped it forward and the other bloke jumped on it straight away that like two tries were just from Rapana so it's just it's just bad luck but <laughs> Whiten should have been put in the bin for 10 
Yeah, to me it was just Hudson know, Young. I think Hudson I, Young saved him. I think my argument was because he actually stood there and he lifted up his leg and he had time to probably be like not drop him or at least go, oh, okay, just hold him there, but he still dropped. Like obviously yeah, he landed on his back, but what's all the, what are all the commentators saying if he lands on his head? Like they'd be cho- they'd be like oh. you know, the chopping block for Whiten's head. They'd be like, Why did he like if he stand there, why would he drop him on his head for? But um, the lodge. God, they've they've spoke about this a lot in detail. The lodge dive. Well, he came out and admitted he took a dive. Yeah, that's the funny thing. Like that's that's the rule. Like any, even I think it was James Graham came out and said he goes, if that was me, he goes, I would have done the same thing. But he's one of the toughest blokes in the game, and even he said he goes, I'd do the same thing. He goes, if I knew it could have won my team the game, because I would have done the exact same thing. Like it's not. It's not sportsmanship in my eyes, but it's just... There needs to be a proper punishment for it. Because there are too many players that lay down and fake an injury or fake something. If you want to lay down and you're doing it to get a penalty for a high shot or a crush tackle, you come off the field for a HIA. Yeah. That's... That's what no one could understand. They're like, if it, if it's a headshot, why isn't he coming off for it like HIA? But like, he didn't even get hit in the head. He had his arm out there, and he got hit on his arm, and his arm, his own arm, hit him in the head. Like, okay, how do you feel about the um, Matt Lodge forearm into um, Corey Harawiranaya's face? That could have gone either way because they said. He cocked that so hard. He did, but they were saying like because it was with the forearm. It wasn't... Like, if he hit him with his elbow... If he cocked his elbow a bit more, just a little bit more, and he got him with his elbow, he probably would have either been sent... Like, probably not sent off, but at least simbing or something. But that's... I've, in, I've said... In saying that, Harawa and Ira should have been sent for a HIA. He was wobbly after that hit. Yeah. I've said for years, like, when Matt Lodge came back, he should never be allowed back in our game, but there's so many loopholes these days that allow players like him back in. Upset of the week? And, Upset of the week, <laughs> Bulldogs. Oh my god, that was a great game to watch because for me it was just the last five or so minutes when Joey Manu had what five touches of the ball the whole game, and then he comes down and gets in Shook's face, who was Shook was working his ass off all Shook game. Did well, he was working his tail to the bone, and Joey Manu, who had five carries, gets in his face after he thought Suwali scored. Oh, Suwali getting up and doing that, doing those antics was ridiculous. And me, me not even being a Bulldog supporter, I've never, I've never ever cheered for a Bulldogs win, but I was going off. It was fantastic to watch. I loved it. But for me, you know who was really good in defence? Um, Flanagan. Flanagan played well. He Dusty. was really good in defence. As much criticism as Dufty copped in the absolute demolishment that was the game against Penrith, where they actually played well, hmm. Dufty's played well in every game since. Yeah. I don't think you can sit there and say that he hasn't. To me, it was the first game I've seen where the play, the new players they recruited have actually shown what they're worth. I still don't think... <laughs> <coughs> I still don't think Burton's showing his proper potential. He was, and I don't think he, he was, will. He was there on. He was there for the first forty. Mm. I don't think he was. I don't think he was there for the next forty. Yeah, but he, he's come off. That's the thing. He got he got made to look really good when he played. Or anyone can look good when you play alongside Cleary. Oh, he didn't play alongside Cleary. He uh, spent most of his time playing alongside Lua. Yeah, true. 
And um, that's the thing. Well, he did. That's the thing. He did the job when he, whenever he was calling for Penrith, but he just like he can't. I feel like he can't take control on his own. He needs. That's why Flanagan might take a bit of pressure off him because Flanagan might be the one to be able to Marshall steer King the ship a bit more. Stepped up so much in that game too. See, I haven't watched much of Marshall King. I never really rated him to be honest. He's a good nine. Yeah. He's a very good nine. Mm. Well, another. But yeah, that was that was a great win. Joseph Suwali going over in the corner. But thank the good Lord Almighty, the God, the God feel good was watching over him, and he made he made Suwali's foot go out. So good on you, Gus, for that. Thank you, thank you, Lord Almighty. Put a statue of him up at Belmore for that. Um, not so much an upset for me this one, but. I just, no, but you did tip Parrell. I tipped I the Cowboys. Did. I did because I, for me, Cowboys haven't had. A lot of people have said it. They're like, yeah, they've been good, but they haven't had like really difficult opposition yet. But after that shellacking of the Eels, I believe they can they can go far. Um, for me, the hard like if you're going to give that the VB hard work index, freaking Ruben, what's his name, Cotter? Oh, Ruben Cotter. Cowboys, bloody hell. I think he's Cowboys... A, he's a Queenslander, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I think Queens, Cowboys... Queensland call-up, you reckon? Probably not. At least in the squad. What, 21? Got, gotta be. No, they've got... Do you reckon just... Do you reckon Eagles just didn't adapt to the conditions? No. They've Dylan... played, they played in that before, haven't they? Or it's just that... Obviously, Arthur copped a lot of criticism. I, I don't... I personally don't think he deserves it, but... Moses and Brown are obviously the better the better halves combination. Which they've know. got playing this week, so I don't, yeah, exactly. That it obviously didn't work, and they've gone back to it this week. So I think they had to do Brown in the centres. There was an injured centre. Mm. But yeah, that's just another. It's like trying to bring up a wrestling character, and it's just they tried for one week, and now it's just best of luck in your future endeavours. You're off. Bye. I would say, Deedle. Is probably been the best signing for the Cowboys. He is a... I said it to my old man the other night. He is a tough little bastard. Oh, he's... he's I've seen him put his body in front of so many big boppers. And I'm like, fuck, I love this kid. Yeah, well, I've said it at the start of the season. That Cowboys will do well as long as Deedon's playing. And then Townsend will just jump in at the last minute and make it like he's putting an effort in. But he's <laughs> not. I remember they were chucking someone over the sideline and, and, Town, and Townsend just jumped in like and helped push. He's like, yeah, I, I helped there. No, the, you didn't. the future of that club is literally drink water. Yeah. Adidas. That's, that's what the, like, it's a good dilemma to have because they're like, where do you put Hammer? Like, yeah, the hammer. Where do you put him when he comes back? Winger. But he came on and didn't he score? Did he score right, right at the end? Just once? Yes. It was just once, wasn't it? Yeah. But, oh, Felt got 30. a triple, Deirdre got one, Drinkwater got one, and the Heller got one. But 35 to... Like, I expect it to be close, but 35 to 4. And Holmes wow. was kicking goals, which was surprising to see. The fade, the left to right yeah. fade. He had that... Like, he had... I think he missed the first one, but then it was... After that, it was just... It was just gangbusters from there. Um, I don't even want to talk about this, because... I have a lot to say about this. I, I rewatched this game the other day. I can't like, stand these blokes, but anyway, there was a lot of a lot of forward passes that weren't called. There was a lot of obstruction that Melbourne was complaining about, but Knights weren't getting away with when they that Storm were getting away with. Mm. Um, 
when Edric Lee was running out of the bottom corner, ran behind his own player because he was trying to run out. Edric Lee's still around. Yeah, he came back last week. I didn't even know he's still around. <laughs> broke his... What did he break? His leg? Or his arm? No, I don't. A bit hard to miss those lanky legs and arms. Um, Pappenhausen stuck his, stuck his arms up and then there was about three or four Penrith defenders around him and they just threw their arms up as if to say, well, where's the, where's the obstruction call? Mm. Oh, the obstruction. Actually, going back to the um, going back to the Canberra's Warriors game, that's one thing I didn't touch on. The, the, oh, the obs- Sean Johnson the, one? The Sean Johnson. Like, I get like I get it. It's it's the rule. It's but... not as black as... So, it was an obstruction. He ran where a player yeah. opened a gap. Yeah, yeah. Problem is that it doesn't get called consistently it's... enough for it to... T- there's, no, there's no common sense behind it. They're like robots. They're just looking at, well, that's the rule. We're not going to call it. But it's... Um... Depends what team you play for. Because there was four in our game. Isaiah Yo took out Rapana. Crichton or Stain scored in the corner. And they didn't even look at the contact from Yo on Rapana, which would have naturally been called a obstruction. Clacking. They'll beat Penrith and then they'll get top of the league because of against because yeah. they are playing way better mm-hmm. if you had to pick an informed side at the moment you no, can't I mean, pick you can't pick Penrith they've been too inconsistent they can't they're not absolutely flogging the the little teams without help mm. as per Todd Payton 50-50 <laughs> calls going in the way of the team that for, any, for anyone who wants to know where Matt says with help, he means aka the REFS. Half of a fucking idiot. <laughs> but yeah, I've. <clears throat> what was it? 72 last week and 50 this week. Like, freaking hell. 80 like, last week. 80? Yeah, they was... beat them 80 to 10. No, it was 72, wasn't it? No. Yeah, 70 to, t- oh, 70 to 10. There you go. Oh, it was 70 to 10. Yeah, if Pappenhausen could have kicked a goal or he asked Nick Meany to kick them earlier. But did did Knights take the two didn't they do it last week? They took the two but they took the two points where they were like when they're like ten down, they took it like before half time or something. Just before half time. Just to get some points on the board, but then they lot they they were the only points they got again. To me, everyone probably says it, but Ponga is not worth the money he's on. Speaking he's of players absolutely not. Speaking of players not worth the money they're on. Uh, for feeder. Which one, David? Yeah. The one that's on a $1.2 million contract. Andrew's, Andrew's worth what he's on. Come on. He should be worth more. Just as long as his brother uh, never sees the light of day, I don't mind. If I'm completely <laughs> honest. I don't know with David Fafita. I reckon... I reckon he's more worth... More he's worth than what Ponger is, but... Anyway... He just, I don't know. They try, they rely on Dave Fafita way too much. He's like Tom Malolo. Yeah, they rely on him too much. They just go, here you go, here's the ball. No, they don't give him the ball. But when they do, they give it to him. They just hand it to him and go, here you go, do something for us, because they've got nothing else. But they just can't. And then everyone get, like criticizes Dave Fafita because he can't make a play out of every time he gets the ball. But He doesn't search for the ball either. 
because they need to come up with some plays that actually gets him in a better position, not just, here you go, here's a ball, do something with it kind of thing. But anyway. Um, Dragons over Tigers, 12 points to six. Not better a, team. Not a very entertaining game. but Better team lost. It, it would have been for the, for the faithful St. George fans down there. Tarek Sim should have put... Should have been put in the bin then. <coughs> Sorry, I just started choking talking about the dragons. Anyway. <laughs> but, um, I feel the Tigers, like, even though, um, even though the kid who took over Laurie's spot was good, I feel like they missed Laurie's creativity. They'll miss it for the next, what, four weeks? Yeah. Because he's an absolute... Gun of a fullback. Anyone who ever speaks ill of David Nofaluma, I reckon he is still one of the best wingers and most consistent wingers going around the game. I will argue with anyone who says otherwise. Who I'd... put a... Someone put a shot on him over the weekend. A shot on him? I can't remember who it was, but he stayed down after that. It was hilarious to watch. Because as good as he is as a football player, mm. and he's good enough, good for the high ball... There's not too many people that out-jump him. Mm. I'd say Felt. Saab. Simonson. Mm. But Hastings played well. Controlled the game. Dragon um, Tigers need to run with that three-man unit more. Mm. They need to run with Madden, Brooks, and Hastings. I don't oh, care. Ever since Hastings has come in, he is just for me. He has just taken so much pressure off Luke Brooks. Yeah, and then but you now, watch but now, now they won two in a row. Do you hear anyone talking shit about Luke Brooks anymore? No. No, it's all about Jacob Arthur. Yeah, exactly. They they go to the next one. Once once Brooks is playing all right and they're winning a few games, they go all right onto the next half. Who can we fuck? Who can we bash now? And now they're bashing Arthur. And it's the same thing. Gutho came out and said we all played bad. It wasn't just that. It wasn't just him. He wasn't Gutho. He was Nutho. He's always no. Nutho, though. He as, doesn't do a lot. As much as I hate giving praise to those merging mongrels, the dragons, um, Ben Hunt. Oh. What is he, third on the Dalian leaderboard now? He's, God, he's playing some good footy. He's playing the best footy I think I've seen him play in three years. Mm. Easy. Mm. Last time I played... It's, to me, the last time I saw him play this well was when he uh, partnered with Milford and got the Broncos to a grand final. But I reckon he's played okay, but he hasn't been he hasn't been as consistent as he is this year. And obviously, the Dalian board shows that. But that's last week's games. Let's go on to next week. All right, Thursday, the Channel Nine game. We've got to listen to those. Dickheads on Channel Nine talk absolute rubbish. That's all they talk. Alright, <laughs> uh, Rabbitohs, Broncos. Who you got? I reckon Broncos will beat them. Why do you reckon? That? I reckon they'll beat them by more than twelve. Hmm. As long I've... as Gamble doesn't be, a, as long as Gamble isn't a complete idiot, and Reynolds can do his oh, thing. There is something about that bloke that just. I love. He's a good player. I love that he causes like that he ca- goes out there and causes a stir. But f- he's he is a good player. As far as positions, as far as position goes, I'd say Martin over Taff. How good has he been since coming back, though? Mm. 
I'd say Johnson over Oates, even though I do rate Oates very highly. Stags over Tass. Farnworth over Graham. Cobbo will rip Milne a new one. Campbell Graham looks like a serial killer. Just just quietly. If Cody Walker is on, he'll play better than Gamble. Renders will play better than <laughs> Ilias. Shit, <laughs> but... To me, gamble the way he is in the short few that Walker has, it'll take one little niggle for Walker to just be completely out of the game. And probably Reynolds will probably say it to gamble. He'll be like, Well you can get under you can get under his skin, go for it. Um Totola over Jensen, Cook over Walters. Good to see Carrigan back. No um Ricky. No Shakai no Shakai Mitchell this week for the for the good good old bunnies, I won't. Uh, I won't say my comment because I don't believe. <laughs> yeah, he, I don't he, believe he deserved to play. He had his he had his moment in the spotlight. Now, I don't believe he deserved now, to play. Now off with ya, off with ya, son. Um, I've gone for the Broncos for obvious reasons. Um, obviously, Rabbitohs shocking against the Tigers, and they only just like even though the score was forty to twenty two, they to me they just scraped by against a twelve men manly side, and that was just. They haven't shown anything for me. They really haven't. I don't know how... Like, it just shows you how much of a gap there is between, like, the top three or four teams and then the rest. There is no gap between the rest of the teams. Mm. It's too close. The only the only concerning selection for the Broncos is no pain Haas. Mm. But I think between Reese Kennedy, Flegler, Palacia, Ricky... That they'll have it over the forwards for the South. That's the frustrating thing about Broncos. I've seen that before, where you look at their lineup and it's a great forward pack, but then they just they just play, they just go to dud and do shit all. Uh-huh. I've seen it way too many. Like even the last few years, they've had a good team on paper, and they have some of the best forwards in the league, but they just can't. They just haven't been able to string it together. I blame that all on Milford, though. Yeah. He left us, played one or two good years, and then went downhill. He just became ineffective. Mm-hmm. Next we've got the Thank God It's Friday games. <laughs> Who we got first? Raiders and Bulldogs. Um, look, I've, I've only gone for Canberra because, fuck me, they can't... They cannot play as bad as they did last week. Like they're they're back at home. Croker's back. Surely, surely they get a whip. Like surely Ricky Bulls rocking up their ass, and surely they pull something out of their fucking ass this week. Like seriously. Clot stats back at fullback. Yeah. Frawley's back in the side, but I really don't think that he should be partnered with Schneider. Mm. I think he should be partnered with Williams. Very underrated Williams was. He still is. I rated him I rated him very highly, Williams. But that's that's just us, I guess. Um, I see no, so no what happened to Valme? He's out. Injured? No. Not picked. Not picked, well. Well he hasn't done much anyway, so I don't I reckon I would have and it pains me to say this, but I would pick Valame over Kotrick any day of the week. Especially the way that Kotrick's been playing and the way that Valerie has been playing. Mm. Adam Elliott is our starting nine for God knows what reason. 
if I if I was Ricky Stewart, I'd I would still be extremely worried about this game because Bulldogs can't like. Obviously, they're going to be on a high from that win last week, and I see a lot of teams that come off highs like that, and then they just they go to shit. They go to shit the next week and don't really they don't carry on with it. That's the difference between the good teams and the teams like the Bulldogs. They get one win, but they can't carry on with it. But, <coughs> oh well, we'll see if they prove me wrong. Well, I mean, you've got to have Papali, Elliot, Tarpany, Hudson, Whitehead. Starling, Harawira, Naira, Klotstadt, Croker. They've all got to step up. If they don't step up, this game is lost. Mm. And it won't be a close loss like last week. It'll be a... They'd get flogged. Both for the ninety on sports bet. That's interesting. Um, the Channel 9 game, of course it is. Battle of the West. Panthers <laughs> and Eels. I have to have a look at something first. Match officials. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Jared Sutton, Ashley Klein. So he knows who to stick a rocket up once when the Panthers win. Oh, it'll be fucking Jared Sutton. Fucking. Is that who it is? Yeah, that's exactly who it is. Okay. At a good old Blue Bet Stadium out there. Weather forecast full of toothless yelling mongrels. Plenty of moisture in the air from that. On paper, Para have the better side. I have actually tipped Para in this game because I reckon they can cause a boil over because to me, the Panthers have been... They keep saying, like, oh, yeah, they've extended the streak again, but they've been very... Lackluster. Yeah, very lackluster the last couple of weeks. And I reckon after Parra got absolutely flogged by the, by the Cowboys, I reckon they'll, they'll bounce back this week. I reckon they can cause an upset. I really do. Would you even consider an upset with how Pedras have been playing? Yeah. I reckon they can do it. I've, se- I've seen Parra. They did it. They did it last year where they... I don't know what it is. They remind me of an old school, like what Cronulla would always do. They play well against, they play absolutely outstanding against the top sides and then just go to absolute buggery against the shit sides. But you can't really call Cowboys a shit side. But they just, I don't know. But I, yeah, I reckon Parra can get up in that one. And I agree. It's not, I, it's not, I pick them, but I'm praying that they get up because... Ugh, arrogant Panthers anyway. So sick of them. I can say that over and over again and people will just be like, you're jealous because they're good, but I just hate how arrogant they are. They're not good. Anyway, Saturday, the 3 o'clock came at a good old newly, with the new stadium out there, Four Pines Park at 3 o'clock. We've got Seagulls and Tigers. You mean newly named, right? No, I was talking about the new um, grandstand. Ah, yeah. The, new, the newly built grandstand out there. It's Drive past it all the goddamn time. <laughs> fancy. Eagles, flog them. If they play half as well as they played against your guys in the second half, and as well as they played last week against South with a man down, yeah. they'll flog them. To me, they'll, they'll, take, they'll take the way they played against South into this game and back it. Back it, um... 
I still like to call it Brookvale Oval. I hate calling it Four Pines. Yeah, I hate calling it Four Pines Park. All these other names they try to call it. I still call it Brookie. I still call it Brookvale. It's it'll always be that to me. Just as if Points Bet Stadium will always be Shark Park to me. How do you feel about Morgan Harper still not being on the side? Yeah. I do think that uh, Koala, as I like to call him, is uh, playing well. Mm. He's sticking to everything. Mm. Defending great, attacking great. He's earned his spot. Big name not in the side, though. No Saab. Mm. Yeah, but he's only... He has, to me, he hasn't even done much anyway. He only, he, only, he only got his first try what last week, didn't he? No, his first try of the year. Or it was only his second. It was only like it was only his first or second try of the year. Yeah, Tolopo takes his spot. <laughs> Good old Desi wielding the axe. That's alright, but he doesn't take it to that door. <laughs> <laughs> see, see the bloke last week. I think it was. Last week's game, there was a sound. Oh, blue and kiss. A, there was a sound. The South Bear blue and kiss. And he's like, "Fuck off, piss off, mate." I love seeing that. Anyway, but yeah, seagulls, seagulls from mine get up, get up easy now. But I, I reckon Tigers have put up a fight. But again, like I said, without Dane Laurie, I just don't think they have any creativity. Hastings might help, might help that, but we'll see. What they've happens. got to play Madden Brooks and Hastings the whole game. Yeah. Jock Madden, oh, what a beast! Kieran Fawn's taken what he when he used to play at Bulldogs. He's taken Anton Manley because he fucking plays like a bulldog. Freaking hell! He's just turned never. Beast, st- uh, he just doesn't stop. He's got to be careful though. I reckon he'll redo his shoulder. Not he hasn't yet. We'll see what happens? I'd say next game is game of the week, hands next. down. Next. Roosters versus Titans. 5.30 at what the f- the hell is BB Prince Day where the hell is that where's that at where are we going let's have a look shall we <laughs> be one of these rural yep it's in Mackay South Mackay it is to in Mackay be, there we go to be precise um yeah roosters roosters get up in that one I reckon I don't reckon they will. Yeah, it's... If... If Brimson plays half as well as he had over the last... Has, has had over the last four weeks... Hmm. He'll run over Tedesco. It's so weird to me, because the Roosters' lineup hasn't changed that much since they, like, did, like, did so well years ago, but they just can't... Like, something's just... Some sort of sparks has gone away from him. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was Kronk leaving. They've not played the same since Kronk left. No. It just shows you what one what one player can do, doesn't it? Kelly's better than Bobrovsky. If Marshall plays as well as he played last week, he'll run over Tupo. Herbert will control, and I mean will control Manu. If he plays as well as he played last week, he'll control Manu. Corey Thompson will run over Suwali. He's better under the high ball. He's better jumping for the ball. Suwali might be big, but I don't think he has the experience. I was going to say, that'll be that'll be what it comes down to between Thompson and Suwali. It'll be experience. Um, 
Good old Toby the Sex Machine Sexton at halfback. Have they really got... Is he like the only halfback they've got or something? Toby you ask him because he keeps dropping the ball like an idiot. Because <laughs> um, I find, I find him because he's so young, but he's just... They, they have a, they've either got nothing else or they see something in him and they're really, <coughs> really sticking to him. I'd like to see them try the side with Will Smith at seven or Brimson at seven, Jaden Campbell at one. Brimson would be better at six, I reckon. And then move Will. Then you'd move Will Smith to seven. You need someone more creative in the seven jersey, whereas whereas Brimson can be a running five eighth and he can run to the edges a bit more. And that's where he's. That's where he's best. Well, at. the saying is that the seven is there to unlock the six. Mm, exactly. Well, you've watched that in the Tigers games. Yeah. But then who do you put at fullback? Jaden Campbell. Jaden Campbell. Well, if you really wanted to mix it up, put Corey Thompson there. Hmm. Safe as he has than the high ball. Yeah. Or, plus, they've got a Sarko now. They do, don't they? Oh, shut they didn't play him last week. So, they've got, uh, they've got a good variety of fullbacks. But why would you not put, like... I don't know. Why would you not put Brimson in the halves and put Thompson at fullback and then put a Sarko... Like, I would even put a Sarko out in the wing. Um, I think I'd say it's because of how much um, attacking power Brimson adds as a floating one instead mm. of a six. It's good because he's actually yeah, he gets in there, he floats around. He needs to get in there and float around the ball a lot more because that's where he's that's where he's dangerous. Yeah. Tedesco for mine hasn't been in form for a long time, and I hope I hope Brimson shows him up, but. But no matter what happens, Tedesco will still get picked for number one for Origin because he's Freddy's little Freddy's little boy. He'll get picked there. He always shows up in Origin anyway. He does. That's that's the same thing. No matter how bad like any like Broncos or Cowboys team were going, Thurston always fucking how how frustrated the hell out of us in Origin. No matter how bad the Cowboys were going, I love how the conversation over the last three weeks has been. Who replaces Tommy Turbo as centre for um, New South Wales? Then Tommy Turbo's back. <laughs> God, they've got heaps, if that position... They've got if heaps of options. If that centre position went to anybody other than Katoni Staggs, I think oh. they would have it. The system, the selection system is absolutely fucked if... Katoni Staggs did not get picked there. If Crichton... I'd say the only other option they have to play a natural centre, if they let it happen, would be Whiten. I'd like to see him back in his original position, mm. either take him at fullback, not for New South Wales, obviously, no. but, or centre, because that's where he plays. That's it. I would only want Crichton to play Origin so he can get a bit of a... Because he's he is one player that, in Penrith, that's too arrogant for his own good. and I would, He's not that I, great. <laughs> I would want... Queensland to shove his face in the dirt and actually it'd be da- it'd be Gagai he comes up against no? yeah and Gagai exactly Gagai's Gagai another one of those players who if he's playing shit club form he will fucking show up in origin no matter what and he'll rub your face in the dirt and let you know that let you know that he's there all night and he won't get out of your face yeah do you reckon Dearden gets a call up no leading into next week's game of Cowboys Knights no I reckon he gets in the squad and he'll put I reckon if something happens 
if a Queensland half gets injured, he might he might slot in there somewhere. Who will partner foreign? A lot foreign. Cherry Evans. Cherry Evans. You'd think would they go with Ben Hunt again, or was he better at dummy half? In he Oregon? is a far better dummy half, yeah. but he's been playing so well at the six. I'd say that's where they'd put him. Um, I'm trying to. Think. I can't even remember who that has the halves last year. Hunt and Dale Cherry Evans. Oh, oh Munster. Munster. That's who it was. Munster. That's who we're forgetting. <laughs> he's yeah. a forgettable name. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't like Melbourne anyway, so I like to forget them. So yeah, that's but that's their best combination they have. They have Hunt. Hunt and then Munster and Cherry Evans in the half. So and then oh, that's why I always you, I always said that for years. The Hunt was so much better for the Dragons when they had I think when they had um, Gareth Widdop and then they had another I think they had Gareth Widdop and someone else in the halves and then Ben Hunt played like dummy half and they were so bad oh, they were so much better in attack. Oh Norman, yeah, yeah. Um. Do got? you pick the out of form Ponga or do you go with Walsh? <laughs> That's opening up a can of worms. Mm. And I'd say Walsh is in form too. I'd say he just Holbrook's just waiting for Ponga to show like he like he's obviously because they're spending so much money on him, it's like they have to keep picking him because like when's the last time a million like a million dollar player got fucking put in the reserves or didn't get picked? Like it's happened before, but I can't you've had who. I think you've had someone. I remember years ago, someone played New South Wales Cup, but then they got selected for Origin. But and so it happens. Was that Reynolds? It may have been. I can't even remember. But um, I reckon easy easy Cowboys get up in this one. It's Agreed. A, should be an easy win for them back at home, in front of their in front of their faithful crowd up there. At a Queensland Country Bank Stadium, Newcastle Knights won't. No. I can see them trying. Oh my god! But <laughs> Have you seen who their number six is? Yeah, who are their halves? Tex Hoy. Fuck. I think last time he was a half. I think freaking Cronulla freaking battered them, and now they're going to get battered again. Phoenix Crossland's the seven. Oh, they've dropped him. Hmm. That's a bit. You're allowed to have a bad game. I don't think you deserve to drop him. See, Ponga was best when he was... He used to have a really good combination with Fitzgibbon, but that has just absolutely gone out the absolute window. I don't know where that's gone. There used to be, like, he would... There would be games I saw, like, it was so easy. Like, he would float across the field and just always find a hole. Like, him and Fitzgibbon, that... It was like a kind of, like... Um... Like Isaiah Yo and what like Isaiah Yo has with like clearing like they have that combination, but now they just now it's just freaking disappeared in the thin air. I don't think they should have dropped Clifford. No, that's a bad call. That's that's the ultimate disrespectful way of showing to your halfback that you have no faith. Yeah, exactly. Because you got you hook him from the game and then drop him. Like, oh man. Not only did they hook him for the game, they put him in for the last five minutes. <laughs> yeah, show us what you got with five minutes left. If you don't, you're gone for... Isn't that a bit of pressure? If you don't if you don't give me a try assist in the last five minutes, you fucking drop for next week. Well, what did Phoenix Crossland fucking do? <laughs> Nothing. 
Mm. He got hit in the head. He drops the ball more than anybody. They don't have many options, but like, that's I'd right. stick I'd stick Kalen Ponger in the six. Mm. If you if you if you're going that far, you'd leave Tex Hoy at one. Yeah. He's a far better fullback. He's been on form whilst replacing Ponger. You'd leave him there. Do we move on to the game that's probably not worth mentioning? Yep. All right, the Sunday. The Sunday <laughs> games. Sunday, 2 o'clock down there at... Down there at Amy Park. I really don't... I just... Ugh. Talking about this just makes... It just makes me angry even mentioning their name. Melbourne Storm against the Dragons. Um, pretty easy who's going to win that one. Dragons at $10 to win. I had $10 to win. Oh my god! They're at ten dollars to win. Currently on sports bet, bet responsibly, everyone. And the storm had heard had a dollar five. Um, yeah, it'll be. I can. Oh, bird back! That'll rattle. Hang on, but I've seen that'll rattle monsters cage. I had it. Hang on, but didn't bird have a broken arm? It was um semi fractured. He's been named on in the team on NRL for the last couple weeks. They've been doing that, but he hasn't been playing. And I'm like, why do they keep naming him inside when he's not there? But to me, the Dragons can't make up their mind what they want to do with him because he put on a lot of bulk and then he played what? He played like back row or something for a bit there. <coughs> and now they've shoved him in the house when he's got bulk on him. And I'm like, well... He's got players that can play bulky halves. Yeah. Ah, uh, Well, we... we look. If there was a team at the moment that was in fall that was going to knock the storm off, based on teams, I would pick, and this is purely team list, I would pick the Dragons. I reckon any day of the week, Hunt would beat Hughes, Bird can beat Munster, hmm. Ravalawa can put Coates go, in the corner. If you go strength for strength battle, Bird, Bird over Munster, I reckon. The only one that might have a bit of difficulty will be Lomax on Olam. Hmm. Let's see. Um, who else have we got? So... Um, Sims against Kafusi. Who wins that battle? Sims, if Sims is playing. Mm. Maguire will beat Bromwich. I don't understand why Storm want Josh King. Uh, Maguire, the grim, grim. Molo's been playing too well. The only, the only position that Storm really have a big edge in is the number nine position. Mm. I think Harry Grant is and will be better than Cameron Smith. I've just waited to see good old Grim, Grim Creeper, Josh McGuire, just do... I'm waiting for him to do something stupid, but I'm so surprised he has not done anything stupid since he's come back. And look, Amon's, Amon's been named as well. Fui Mayono's back. <laughs> Hold on. Peter Goff is the ref. Goff. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> how does how does Cody is it? I don't understand how Cody Ramsey keeps not getting picked. When 
I'd put him at fullback over Mbai any day of the week. They want the Mbai experience is... in Mobile. Ugh. Yeah, but the, there's a reason they call these players like Mbai and Woods is... and Woods and friggin' like they call them. They were unwanted by their other clubs for other for for good reason. Well, it's the same as. Like, Mbai's never wanted by any club. He goes there for a bit. Like, they expect heaps from him, and he produces absolute shit. Look, if you're going to go for upset of the upset of the round, <coughs> it's definitely that one. Mm. No, my upset, I'm still going to... I wouldn't see it as an upset, but I'm still going to stick with my parrot over Penrith, over Penrith one. But I... <laughs> Dragons fans can hope, but no. Nah, to me, there's no hope. It'll be another one of those games where I hope... There's an upset. I'll pray for one, but Storm will just come out and they'll they'll shut me up straight away and I'll just, I won't watch. I want to watch it, but I don't. All right. Let's talk about my boys. The last game of the round. I can already I'm see two so issues with your boys. I'm so gutted I cannot be there. But I'll be cheering from home with a freaking, with 10 beers in my hand. Um, to me, if like surely we don't play, we don't play like that again. The way we were against Brisbane, back at home, back in front of the home crowd. Hopefully, McGuinness, McGuinness won't have to play eighty minutes again because Fanukin's back. So that that allows us to exploit him off the bench a bit better. Um, I still. I still think Graham needs a few games. I know he's way Graham, but for God's sake, he needs a few games in reserve grade or something to get his match fitness and stuff back up before he comes back in. But Do you think Kennedy can last with Walsh? Yes. I never rated Kennedy much at first, but for me, like, like he's obviously... I, I still don't rate him. I can't... He, as, as long as he plays the way he plays... I still can't rate him. To I me, can't rate him as a fullback. To I can't me, rate he's, him as a player. To me, he's an early he's an early days Tedesco. Like he no, he doesn't have any ball playing skills. He can't throw a pass. But this year and like last this year and last year, he has been safe as goddamn houses at the back. Like I don't, I have rarely seen him make any mistakes. But it's just he flies under the radar for me, and like not many people even know who he is. Like when you say his name, but. Anyway, he needs to work out when to hold and pass the ball. I would like to know what the go is with Moylan's contract situation. I've heard a lot of rumours that he that he wants out. He's only got. To I don't the know end if he year. wants out at the end of his contract. And someone's. I think the Broncos were trying to. They're trying to poach him. But who? I don't even. I don't. Even, I don't like to listen to those things because they just. They go to nothing. Like most most of the time they go to nothing, they make up all these rumors and nothing ends up happening. But um Nico Hines surely can't play as bad as he did last week. He was just I think even he he admitted himself he wasn't on. He knew it. Um and and Tolman against Matt against Matt Lodge. My main key battle for this game would literally be the halves. Arcee and mm. Johnson versus Moylan and Hines. Yeah. If Arcee plays half as well as he did last week, I don't know what you guys can do to stop him. Mm. It'll literally be up to Nikora to stop him. I just hope he doesn't have a first game syndrome. Thinks he's 
lot of a lot of kids will do that. They'll have a really good first game. They'll have a lot of confidence, and then second game they'll get brought back to reality. But you never know. I hope he does. He's a good kid. He was he was really good last week. I've never yeah, but it wasn't his debut last week. He's played before. Yeah, I never even. I honestly, I never even heard of him. Because I swear they said on Fox, they said they said this is his debut for the Warriors. I was like, oh, debut for the Warriors. He used to play for the Cowboys. Okay, yeah, because I've I've never heard of him. Never. But he was he was really good. One thing I liked about him, he took the line on. Not only did he take he, the line on, he yeah, got through. Yeah, he took it was the very line threatening. on a lot. You don't see that with many halfbacks these days. <coughs> Chad Townsend, just fucking get the ball and chuck it. Well, there is a difference between a five eight and a half. I love I love having a halfback who can kick and pass and tackle <laughs> and tackle well. One on one, Nick Hines hasn't been that great to be honest. No, it was literally just last week. I I, I literally put it down to last week and the second half against Manly. Mm. A lot of people can blame it, can blame it on fatigue and whatever the hell they want, but this is footy these days. You got to show up. No excuses. Um, I s- so Connor, honestly, obviously Connor Tracy is still a while, little bit away from coming back. Yeah. But where, like, the thing is, where the hell do you, where do you put him? Like, where do you put him? If, if Talakai gets playing the way he is, like, because Talakai grew up playing, he was always a center anyway. So I wouldn't put Talakai, um, back in the back row utility you'd play him as a utility mm. coming off the bench yeah because I will like I love Taokai but after a while if, when he gets gas he can be I've said it for a few years he can be very lazy I love the bloke to death and everyone will hate me for saying that but he will when he when he played in the back row he was very lazy I reckon you're one thing I didn't like about him your starters should remain the same except for the fact I probably wouldn't have Aiden Tolman as a starter I'd bring him on from the bench Mm. I'd leave Royce Hunt. That one shot me a bit. But I reckon your bench should definitely be you Jack need... Williams, McInnes. I would put Tolman, and I would have Colin Tracy. Mm. To me, you need Royce Hunt on there because I think he started last week, but he just off his first run, he just he set the tone. That's what you need. Like that's what Fafita used to always do. He, off his first run, he would come off the back fence, and that's how you set the fucking. That's how you set your tone. Like how are you going to set that tone with fucking Aiden Tolman? <laughs> Oh, he's, no, he's not like he's a bad forward. He's just not... He's not, he's not. He's not what he was when he used to play no, for he's just To me, he's just... He's solid. Like, everyone gives him so much shit, but he's solid. Like, he just... He does his job. He locks up that middle ruck. He wraps up the ball well, tackles well. Hard ball runner. Bit really makes a mistake. And then people just don't like him because he's not flashy and he doesn't... I don't know, because he runs like a fucking robot. Like, he doesn't even run normal. Like there's nothing really flashy about him. He's, he's as generic as fucking Times New Roman or Microsoft Word. He just... Nothing flashy about him. No. Just a typical go-forward player. But Connor Tracy has been named with the reserves. Mm. Oh, Ikevalu's we'll back too. Yeah. <laughs> it's... Who do you drop to put Ikevalu in? No one. <laughs> no. I rate Ikevalu higher than both of your both of your wheels. No, I don't. I really don't. It's experience wise, yeah, but I just love I love more Taro's 
just he's like I love seeing that grit from him. Like every time, like yeah, he's not the biggest fucking bloke in the, he's not the biggest winger in the world. But whenever he comes out, like even if you don't make those meters, it's what like it's just the passion he shows. At least when he's running back from like when we're down our own end, he just puts everything he fucking can running out. But that was like that's sharks of old. Like that's what our back five used to do all the time. They used to get us out of their situations just because of how fucking hard they ran all the time. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, they've all got to, they've just all got to show something because they were all pretty, pretty horrible last week. Jamie, Ramian went missing. Katoa did, did nothing. Talakai did nothing. Hines, a lot of mistakes. Rudolph was solid as per usual. Braley was good as per usual. He's a good number nine. You can't fault him on it. And, um, I reckon Rudolph's going to have his hands full with Fenua Blake. Oh. But... Fenua Blake is this, well, again he's one of those players who has a mistake or two in his game so how do you feel about Ewan Aiken in the second row don't like it you want him as a <coughs> I said it I said it last week <coughs> you want him as a centre I said it last week he's, he's, he's too small to play but he can't uh, he ran a good line off a pass last week but he's he's not a back rower and to me he never will be but they they're going to keep trying like he's strong but he just I don't know why they why they put him there. He's he's too small. Like him, you put him up against Nakora. Nakora's got him every like strength wise. You and Nakin might be able to like keep up with him, but like when you go size wise, he's just not he's not there. He needs to be a center. That's where he's that's where he's best. That's where he was best when he played for Dragons. But uh, and Johnson against his old his old club. Mm. See how that goes down. Try and kick a field goal against us, you fucking bastard. <laughs> Who gets the wooden spoon this year? What's the ladder at the moment? So looking at the live ladder, Knights are last. Well, I still I still think Tigers have got a few wins in them. Bulldogs, I reckon they do as well. Two of the Knights got the next few weeks. I just, it was weird, like, because the Knights started off, the way they started the year off, I was thinking, right. I was thinking they were going to be at least a top eight side, but then they just went to... Including, no, not including this week, where they versed the Cowboys. They have Bulldogs, Broncos, Warriors, Penrith, and then Raiders. Hmm. Um, yeah, for me, for me, they, for me, Knights stay down there. They, they haven't shown much. I can see... It'll be, it'll be between like, no offense, but it'll be for me. It'll be between you guys and New and Newcastle. I still reckon the Bulldogs and Ti- Bulldogs and Tigers have looked like they they actually want to win and they've actually been playing some good footy. Whereas Raiders and Knights are just they're just shooting themselves in the foot. Like, Doesn't yeah. help our strength of except for the two games we played against the Cowboys. We've played a lot of the top teams mm. except for last week against Warriors. Mm. We've literally had you guys, which we won. Hmm. Then we lost. Oh yeah, you watch. You watch Magic Round. You'll you'll chalk up another win against us. Then we lost to the Cowboys convincingly. That was put down to heat. Don't know why. Then we beat Titans. Lost. Uh, lost to the Eagles, who are in fine form. Lost to Melbourne. Lost to the Cowboys, and then Penrith again. Hmm. Right. Our next. Our next five games are in, not including this week where we versus Bulldogs. You guys, 
Rabbits, Eels, Roosters, Broncos, Knights. Out of that five selection, only two of those games should be shoe-ins for wins. Mm. Roosters, Para, and Rabbits? Probably not. Mm. We don't start versing any of the real bottom teams towards the, till, towards the end of the year. I keep saying it, I'll say it again, Cronulla have a horrible record at Suncorp, and I expect that to continue when we play Magic Round. But I feel like I'm just cursing us every time I say it. I just stop saying it. Because even before the Broncos game, I said it right before the game. I said it in in a group chat I'm in. I said, yep, I said, <coughs> we don't have a good record up there. And then look what happened. Penrith's next three games, where do you see it ending? They have Paris, that's, Storm, yeah, that's, and Roosters. That was a lot of talk. When was... When, oh, and Cowboys. When was their... When does so the next, their, next, their next four games are against top competition. Um, I would hope it's this week that they lose, but if not, then then oh God. if not, then then against Melbourne. I reckon Melbourne have just. I hate. I hate saying it, but God, they've been good. Pappenhausen, hands down, best fullback in the game at the moment. Munster, running strong. Since he had his little his little stint off, he's come back refreshed, and he's pff, like it's it's scary because Munster's actually playing better than what he has been the last couple of years. It's because his contracts up. Yeah, well, they all do that, don't they? When they know their contracts coming to an end. Yeah, that's what they all do. But anyway, yeah, that's it for the games this week. Anything else? Anything else on your mind? Anything else on my mind? About the games this week? Games this week. Anything else you want to touch on? The starting penalty count in the Penrith Titans game. Oh, we're, oh, we're going back to last week. <laughs> Lawton and Jack White should both be serving three-week bans. Yeah. Uh, we can talk about... We can talk about that all until I have to go to work tomorrow, but I think we'll just... Dominic Young, two weeks ago, put was classed as putting Mulatalo in a dangerous position. Mm. Now, Mulatalo's right leg never left the ground. Mm. Never got dropped on his head. And Dominic Young served three weeks. Mm. I'd like to know what the big difference is between Kyle Lawton, Dominic Young's, and Whiten's. If Dominic Young serves three weeks for a player's foot still being on the ground, I'd almost go as far as to say Whiten and Lawton should be serving more. Uh, who knows? Look, power are on. <coughs> if power are on, they beat the Panthers. Bulldogs are on, they'll beat the Raiders. And when you think about it as well, Para are the only team who have beaten Melbourne this year. So if, oh. they, if they beat Penrith as well, they'll be the only team that have beaten Melbourne and Penrith this year. Not Melbourne. But they, can, but they can do that, but they can lose to the Tigers. Like, that's what they're capable of. But it's just too inconsistent. They don't have a premiership window. It's gone. 
I still reckon match of the week is literally Titans-Roosters, and I'm actually going to say Titans will win. To me, last year was the closest I thought that Parra could have come. If, no, like, if they don't get it this year, same with the Rabbitohs, I was like, if they don't get it this year, their premiership window's gone. They lost their... South lost their premiership window when Reynolds left. Yeah, that's what they said. They're like, they're like, if they don't beat Pemmerth in this grand final, their, their window, they won't be back up there for a long time. <coughs> anyway... I still reckon Titans will get over the Roosters. I don't think Roosters have enough. I don't reckon they have enough on paper. I don't reckon they have enough on the field. Mm. Um, but it's just amazing how like teams outside of that, like maybe top five or like top four, or five, five. Like, from anywhere down, can mm. beat anyone. Like the only teams where you know you're pretty much going to get a win is like Penrith and Melbourne, and like. Well, and, six and probably Cowboys at the moment, but but the rest like anyone can beat anyone. Six like to eleventh is all on eight points. Twelfth to sixteenth are all on four points. Mm. So technically speaking, every team is either two games inside or two games outside of the top eight. Mm. That's why it's so close because like a top team will beat another top team, but then they'll lose. They'll keep losing to all the bottom teams, and then it just stays so consistent. What about and like these these teams like in between like the five and like twelve spot? If they win one game, they can go oh, boop and then jump up into the eight. But then they have one loss, they go oh, boop and drop back. Oh, they down. can drop. They can jump up into as yeah, high it as can the go, top four. Yeah, it can go up and down so easily. Like if Broncos, say if like even Dragons, if they win the next couple of games, they can just go boop boop and keep jumping up the ladder. But then if they lose, they'll just go oh, and go straight back down again. All right, I'd say Broncos, who are currently <laughs> on the rise. Their That's next three games, next four games. Two of them are wins, as far as I'm concerned in regards to them. I reckon they'll beat the Knights, they'll beat the Titans, but they will probably lose, even though I've picked them to win on Thursday, to the Rabbitohs and the Eagles. Hmm. So, because it's ridiculous, because there's like that many, how many, what, there's six teams on eight points, five teams on four, four points... And then three teams on ten, and then that's how close it is. Like it's the, that's why it's so hard to predict who actually who will win the wooden spoon because like it only takes one win or one loss to fluctuate it so quickly. But anyway, should probably leave. we'll leave it there. I think we could talk about this for God knows how long. Um, we'll get back to it next week. Thanks for listening, guys. Alright guys, that'll do it from us from the first episode of Footy Heads. Hope you enjoyed it and I hope you have a beautiful weekend of footy, you beautiful bastards. See you next week.